You're listening to The Outlet Radio Show with Azania Shangay. Pleasure to be back with you. Um, I'm your host, Azania Shenge. This is the Outlet Radio Show. And of course, this wouldn't be right if I wasn't joined by the amazingly talented, amazingly patient <laughs> V. Jeffrey Smith. V. Jeffrey Smith, it's so good to be back with you under these circumstances. Absolutely. Yeah, this is kind of cool. So it's it feels very necessary to start our return by just having a conversation where we just talk to the people and let them know what what's been going on and specifically why the two year hiatus. That's the question that I've gotten the most when I've when I've been out and about and I've come across people, friends, listeners, people have been like, so when is the show coming back? When is the show come back? Coming back? I had no idea. I was like, I don't I hopefully soon. Well, part of the process. Yeah. Everything has a process, so this happens to be your process in order to get uh, where it's eventually going to be. Yeah. It's okay. It's good. It's it's, it's actually great. I think the two years away has made. It's been like an amazing two years. Well, you haven't been away. You've been around. I've been. I've been. Hey, hey, now. Well, we've been. Away, <laughs> you know, I've taking, been busy. Yeah, taking trips. Uh, I've done some traveling. Yes, yeah. this is true. I went away to Thailand. I did a very short trip this time. It was only a month. Normally, <laughs> normally I go away for like nine months. This time I was like, I'm gonna do a, do a short trip. I went to Thailand in the time that I've that I've been um, off the off the air. Um, I've also been pretty. You went away. How long were you away? Nine months. You were away nine months. I was. I was in Colombia for six, and then I was in pa- um, Panama for three. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty great. This is like when we first met, right? No, this was this is after we first met. I'm well. I'm- talking about in the beginning mm-hmm. like the first year first couple of years like maybe the first, after the years, first right? three years first three how long yeah. have i known you of forever it's been a long time <laughs> and why do you have to say it like that <laughs> time is just flying. i want to talk about it. oh my god so i've done some traveling that's the point in in the time that i haven't been on the air i, I did a little traveling very small trip and I also was producing a radio show, which was very interesting. Our friend to the show and friend in real life, Guy Rute, along with um, Mr. Len, they had a radio show called The Riot Radio Show, and then they wanted me to produce. And I was really nervous about it because I hadn't produced radio outside of this show. And 
It was on Beat Miners Radio. Shout out to Mr. Walt, DJ Evil D. Those are my peoples. I love them. Um, but I was with them for a year, and I and I was brought in on the ground floor of what was an idea that Mr. Lynn and Guy Rute had, and I was really honored to be um, brought in to help bring that to light. And it was a great deal of fun, and I learned a lot, particularly patience, because those two, oh my God, they they were driving me crazy all the time. I mean, when they weren't stressing me out about the format that I created for the show, they were clowning me nonstop on the air. I mean, honestly, it was relentless. Yeah, that made you miss me. <laughs> I was like, yourself. damn, damn, Jeff really ain't that bad. <laughs> So yeah, it was really, it was oh, really, it really. With all the, all the women <laughs> like that. It was shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really great. I really enjoyed that experience so, so, so much. Then Mila came on when Le- when Len stepped away, and she was like my defender sometimes. I mean, but for most, for the most part, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> Mila would defend me until like. They, until she would learn about something that I didn't know about hip hop, and then she would join on the clown Azania train. <laughs> yeah, like they would the just be in. like amazed at what I did not know. Um, so it was just really great, and I enjoyed that experience so much. And it also was an opportunity for me to get to know myself in that capacity. I've produced for film and produced for TV. I had never, I had not produced for radio before outside of this show. Um, so that was a that was a new experience. This show was easier to produce because I knew exactly, because like I was could, in control. You could control me. <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly what I wanted, I knew what ideas I had and all that stuff. So when, you know, to produce with those two personalities in their ways, I was a bit intimidated, but it was one of the greatest experiences during my time away and there were so many relationships that were forged in the two years as well so this has been a very fruitful two years I've been off yeah. I've been off the radio but I feel like so much has happened and it's grown me in many ways and I've made these um, connections that just have been transformative in terms of my life so it's been a really great two years so it feels good to be back yeah those relationships they mean everything yeah it brought me back to this with more confidence because that was a live show and um jeff will tell you that when it came time to edit the show in season one i would like every stutter every stammer every (laughs) every misstep that i would make i would be like okay we need to edit that that out edit that out And Uh, what I learned from doing live radio was just let it go. Just enjoy yourself. Just have fun. Just, you know, don't don't worry about all that. And so it it made me want to kind of return to this in a way that was different. And I definitely feel more at ease this time around. So I'm excited about being back here. (sighs) But good Lord, they clowned me and they're still up. So if y'all want to hear the jokes, you can always go up (laughs) on SoundCloud and listen to the Riot Radio show. They had a blast. (laughs) So this is how we kind of found ourselves on a path toward bringing the Outlet Radio show back. I met with one of my girlfriends from Howard, Pekiso Collins, and 
she was asking me about the outlet radio show. She actually was curious to know why I set out to do it in the first place. So I shared with her that originally the reason why I wanted to do the outlet radio show was because I happened to come into contact with people who are pretty phenomenal on a regular basis. And I have these conversations with them that are often inspiring, encouraging, motivating, incredibly vulnerable. And every time I walk away from these conversations, I keep feeling like, oh my God, I wish there were like 20 other people who were here to have heard all of the things that I just heard. Like it just was always so moving and inspiring. And so when the idea of creating a radio show came came about, I knew that I wanted it to be an extension of those conversations. I kind of wanted to bring those conversations that I've been privy to, to a, to a larger audience. And so she was really moved and excited by that response. And she was encouraging me to bring the show back. So then her next question was, okay, so when's the show coming back? And I just was like, what? Hmm? She's like, when's the show coming back? I need you to set a date. And she really held me to it. And I just blurted out a date. The date that made the most sense at the time was my birthday. My birthday's on the 16th. It's a Sunday. Um, So we figured sometime around my birthday would be a great time to relaunch the outlet radio show. And here we are. And it just feels really right to kind of get back to the roots of why this was even started. Um, it was it was important for me to understand and be clear about what my intention was or is with this show. And here we are. So in an effort to come back, but come back stronger, I had to go into the episodes that I had recorded and listen to them. And for the first time in two years, I listened to them and it felt like it was the first time I had heard them. Yeah, they were dope, right? Oh, my God. I had to call Jeff. I had to call Jeff and be like, Jeff, thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for absolute gems for helping me do this because listening to it with some separation, with some distance and some perspective and almost like a fan versus a producer who's trying to fix all the time. I could actually really appreciate all of the all of what we created together. Yeah, because sometimes even like when I'm producing music and you know i'm so into making the music and being on top of it and being in it you don't real you don't really know until later on when you've been away from it for a while and you listen back and say oh man that production was great you know that was really good so you had a chance to do that so that was really great to see that you know that the stuff that we did was really good yeah, yeah. it was really good it was strong yeah it was quality, quality. and yeah. it was it was service like it was a contribution there were there were lessons in each and every conversation that I know I walked away with and based on some of the feedback that we received it it was a contribution to others and that was really our intention going in and so when I went back and listened to it I was like this is something that I'm really proud of for it to be in my body of work I'm very proud of it so I gotta tell the people why the show kind of came to a screeching halt 
the show came to a screeching halt because what people don't realize is that Jeff. Oh, so you're putting it on I'm me putting now. it on you. The blame is all on okay. you. Jeff <laughs> came came on board in um, a supportive role. He he knew that this was something that I was interested in. I was curious about. The first season was truly an experiment. And Jeff is one of those people, if you happen to voice your dream to him, he's like, do it. Yeah, go for it. And he wanted to see me realize this vision. And he was willing to come in and support me in it. It was not something that he intended to do for the rest of his life. And so Jeff is a professional musician. He is highly sought after. So when his work started to pick up and he was no longer available to work with me in the ways that he had for the first, what, eight episodes, it was, I kind of lost him. And when I lost Jeff, guys, I lost my magic feather. Anybody remember that story? So I was Dumbo and I lost my (laughs) magic feather. And I honestly just doubted that I could do the show without him. And so the two years, in addition to all of the other things that happened that were really great, the two years was was a self-reckoning. Me kind of, me coming to terms with the fact that I am capable of doing this and this show isn't about any one particular person absolutely i mean the whole point of this show is for it to serve so one of the things that i knew i wanted to do if we were to come back was i wanted to have conversations about people's process that was that was something that i was clear about toward the end of season one um that the process of somebody's journey to success was what was the most fascinating for me because so many of us are in the midst of our process. We haven't necessarily arrived at our destination. And so that process and how people handle the ups, the downs, the challenges, the triumphs, whatever, that part of the conversation, that's what's interesting. The success story, you could Google it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this is the side that people don't often... They, they don't see it. They, they don't, don't see it. Um, They often don't have a chance to talk about it. It's like they want to be, you know, when they're uh, trying to get somewhere. They want to be there. They don't want to. They don't want to know about the work. They don't want to know about the work. And the work, I think, is so important because it makes it brings relevance to your own journey. If you understand that the person that you're aspiring to be or, or emulate, they had to do the work as well. It, it makes you feel like, okay, so this is normal. This is the process. This is what I'm supposed to be going through. Yeah. Challenge is a part of this. Yeah. Insecurity is a part of this. I mean, there's so much about our journey that we don't necessarily know is a part of the journey. We kind of think we're the only one going through this experience until we hear someone else echo yeah. our experience. Yeah, that's what's so funny. And, that, and a lot of times that gives you confidence. It's like, oh, I'm not the only one going through this shit. You know, right. So you gotta exactly. That's why all the more reason you have you should hang in there because you're not the only one. You exactly. never you know, should think that you're the only one going through it. You know, you might have your own experiences, but other people are going through the same thing. Yeah. So I mean, that's what this show originally set out to do, and we were able to hone that focus to make that be about exposing light to people's process and sharing that with our audience 
So that is what we're doing moving forward. Our intention remains to say the same, to be a contribution to this medium, to our audiences, to, um, to share our experiences in the hopes that somebody, anybody, will gain something from it. And um, I'm really, really proud of that because I know for myself in the midst of season one, I kind of lost sight of that intention. And as soon as we introduced our show to the world, it, my focus shifted from being clear about our intention to be a contribution to needing to get a certain number of likes or have a certain number of listens or have the show shared or retweeted or whatever um, or reposted or whatever. And so when once my focus shifted on that, it was never the show was never enough because, I mean, are there ever enough likes? (laughs) Are there ever enough tweets or posts when you if you're comparing yourself to someone else? And that was a deficit. And so I learned in the two years that that can't be my focus if I want this show to have longevity. It really has to we have to remain true to our original intention. And that's that works if we serve one or we serve one million. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. You know, you have to stay focused on what, you know. I mean, of course, there's going to be changes down the line, but pretty much the the integrity and the the quality of what you want to do has to, you know, stand true over time. And I mean, I think what I've learned from you, Jeff, is... I mean, it's a it's a quote from a that film. Life ain't that deep. <laughs> <laughs> so I was gonna say something a little bit more profound, but okay. Um, well, no, I mean it's life it's, ain't that deep. <laughs> it's a quote from a film, but it's something that I've I've learned from working with you. Right. And it's basically, if you build it, they will come. And Absolutely. it's it's about you know a practice of excellence and commitment. And mm-hmm. um, I've I mean, guy has talked at length about the way you work when you're right. producing something you are like in it you are on it you're yeah. committed um and i've learned that from you we i think vibe because we kind of work in the same way yeah and so as long as i keep my focus on creating work out of excellence uh-huh. and keep my intention clear i think everything else will fall into yeah. place yeah. so yeah. that's that's where we are with the show that's what we're doing moving forward i'm really excited about the very first interview that we're going to be bringing to you, it's going to be with an amazing actress, beautiful, talented Tracy Toms. We actually did this interview two years ago and it's been in the can for two years. So I always knew in the back of my mind that the show wasn't over because that show, that, that, that one episode had to air and um, I'm really happy that we were able to bring the show back so we could bring this particular interview to you because it's a great talk that I had with Tracy and really funny and really inspiring. And um, if you are an artist of any kind, I think you'll get something from this. And if you're an actor, you definitely will appreciate the talk that we had. So feel free to share that one listen to it save it it's a good one i've listened to it several times and i've gotten some something different from it each time and uh yeah you know it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one so i'm i'm really proud to be back here with you guys jeff will be popping in and out when he can because he is a professional 
producer and musician. He don't have time for this little <laughs> this nonsense. <laughs> he don't have time for these shenanigans. <laughs> so when he does want to sit down with the little folk <laughs> and you know help a sister out, you oh will you will hear him. Um, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise I'll be recording. Jeff has been teaching me how to hold it down in, in his absence. So um, sometimes you'll hear his voice. Sometimes you won't. But um, I'm happy. Probably not. His <laughs> 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 self-deprecating humor. So gotta love it. Gotta love it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Oh, Lord, give me strife. So, um, and, you know, whenever I get Jeff, it will be Come an on, honor. you know you love me. I absolutely adore you. I love you to death, seriously. Absolutely. You're the best. You're the best. I'm truly honored. I'm honored every day that I get to call you my friend. And every moment that I get to share this platform with you is a special one. So, with that, I'm going to say, guys, it's been great. It's um, It's wonderful to be back. And I look forward to bringing the Outlet Radio Show to you for weeks and weeks to come. So um, please be sure to tune in. You can follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, um, at Outlet Radio Show. And you can follow me, Azania Shange, at I am Azania Shange on Twitter and Instagram. I look forward to seeing you and hearing you and getting your feedback. Take care.